Hello? Hey, Roka, it's us. Hey, Roka. Who is this? Oh. <laughs> yeah, come it's on, Roka. Belts, it's all Roka, the belts. Your favorite podcast. Oh, yeah, all the belts. <laughs> I love this podcast. Aaliyah hey. and Dan, hi. How are you? Hi. We're doing all sorry, right. You hey. caught me in the middle of training for the, the match, so I'm sorry. I was like, I'm not focused on... Uh, a, a husband and wife duo. So I'm focusing on trivia. So yeah, focusing that's on all right. No, we got you. Yeah. Important things. Yeah. We understand. We understand. No, no, it's all right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we just uh, wanted to give you a call because I don't know if you heard our last episode, but Action kind of um, hacked our intro and they made some very outrageous claims and some stipulations that they want for the match. And we just, I, we, we just wanted to call and see what should we, I mean, what do you think we should do? I don't, it was sort of out of the blue, and we just thought we better check with you about it. I was a bit surprised that the boys first a knew how to use a phone, and second, how they were able to get on the phone together. I mean, I, I you know, from what I understand, they have a, cur- a strict curfew, both of them, you know, because they're not out of they're not out of high school yet. Right? Those kids. Yeah, yeah. Their yeah. parents have, and, uh, are very strict about that. They're pretty disrespectful. Right. They, they, they said the f word a couple times, Roka. It was the, I, yeah, it was, it was uh, pretty rude. Yeah, I, I was I pretty she's surprised not using that by language. it. Uh, yeah. But yeah. See, but they told me to. They told me to fuck you, right? They played their uh, Dr. Dre. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty rude. They wanted to put uh, sunglasses on your logo. Yep. Yeah. From what I understand, we just don't know about that. Yeah. They uh, called us what, like ancient? Yeah. I mean, that's they just wanted. Rude. Uh, they wanted you all to name your kids after them. If I if I remember correctly. Yeah, that's probably not gonna. Happen. Yeah, I doubtful. Right. <laughs> Yeah, well, what else is new for those guys? And and they want to do, from what I understood, from what I listened here, was they want to change your intro, too. Like, yeah, the that, intro I recorded. Yeah, I know. They the want great to change intro it. that you made, yeah. they want yeah. to have us use an intro that they recorded instead. Uh, and we just, we don't know. I mean. Should we do it? Yeah, we, we've never been called no. out like that before. I don't know. You're not going to need to worry about it because you're not going to have to do it because uh, Matt and Osa are going to kick the crap. I mean, out of team action, so you don't need to worry true. about it. That's true. All right. So you're right. saying the we fact should that, accept? The fact that you even considered that this was something you had to worry about makes me question your loyalty to Team Top. No, 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 no. no. Just, makes me question wanted, your faith. We just wanted to get your approval. We didn't think it was fair yeah. to, you know, without you're kind of the right. godfather we of the podcast. We didn't think you guys were going to lose. Oh. We just wanted to check with you because yeah, yeah, we wouldn't yeah. didn't want to accept their terms without you having your own terms because Top Ten should get something right if. When yeah, you guys win. And of course they want to right. come on All the Belts podcast. They, oh, they've been following the footsteps of the outlaw since they started. The sunglasses, those black suits, the bee in the heels. Now they yeah. want to come on the podcast that I supported, that I was the godfather of, and they want to change the podcast. Is there anything they do that's original, for God's sakes? So I mean, here's, yeah. it doesn't seem like it. It doesn't seem like it. No. The only thing the original they've done is lost at their first opportunity to win a title. So listen... Here's the deal. Okay. I'd like to counter this by saying they actually had a point. This may surprise you. They had a point. Maybe you should like kind of gussy up this logo a little bit. Okay. I think if we win. Okay. One of the stipulations has to be if we beat them. Well, sure. I should stop saying if. When we beat them. When you beat them. Right. You change the logo to have like a cowboy hat. Or yeah. a pizza box. Okay, we, we can, can yeah, yeah, we can get on board yeah. with that. Definitely. That's right. I or mean, you probably nice, should just or, have a cowboy hat all the time. That was an oversight well, I mean, on yeah, our part. Probably <laughs> honestly, a cowboy hat on top of a pizza box just makes all the most sense to me. All the right, sense yeah. in the world to me. We do love pizza. Yeah, that's right. Who doesn't? 
You're an American if you don't. I bet yeah. Team Action doesn't like pizza. Dummies, that's who doesn't like pizza. No, I bet they eat gluten-free. I bet they <laughs> sit around with their pinkies up in the air drinking tea in the afternoon, those two boys. The other thing I talked about, well, Matt, Matt, Matt and I have gone back and forth about it, but you know, he's still figuring out what he'd like to do. But for me, what I want to suggest is that if, right, when we beat them, uh, I think you all should go back and find, over the next four weeks, you should profile one of the top four matches that top 10 was involved in. And one of those four, you should start off with the one of those four being the match coming up when we whip the crap out of them. That's, we can definitely that's do fair. that. That that'll be the number one match for sure. Yeah, number one match. <laughs> Maybe we could get a, some listeners involved in and see you know what their favorite yeah, top ten matches sure. were. You know, get yeah, a little absolutely. group Put it up to crowd action happening. We could definitely absolutely. do that. I mean, maybe we we drop a little knowledge about that uh, that Patreon you guys got. Yeah, right? yeah, we oh. could definitely bring there that we up. Might, but we might bring there that up. Yeah. yeah, throw in a little uh, promo for the top ten podcast action. Yeah, maybe you'll have Matt and I come on and talk about these matches with you. That might not be a bad idea either. I mean, love that. if we if that could happen, we would be happy to do that. Uh-huh. That's a good idea. I, I come up with good ideas all yeah, the time. You're a very smart man, Roca. Yeah, I just woke up and I had 10 good ideas. That's the way my life is. That's how the outlaw works. Yeah. Are you writing all these ideas down, you know? You don't want to lose I don't, them. I don't need to. They're in my noodle. I don't <laughs> need to. They're in my You've got so much trivia in there. I don't know if you have room for other things. Yeah, he's got know? that cowboy hat. It seals it in. Oh, that's yeah, true. That's true. It's a ten gallon hat. It's a lot yeah. of gallons. It's a lot, it's a lot, of, lot knowledge. of gallons of knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> gallons of knowledge. I like the hashtag. Gallons of knowledge. <laughs> gallons gallons of knowledge. knowledge. <laughs> Make it happen, people. Okay, great. I think we are officially accepting their challenge. It is decided. Yes. It is decided. All right, I do what you gotta going. do, Roca. If you need yeah. anything from us, just let us know. But otherwise, just go out there and kill it. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks for calling. I appreciate it. Yep. And, Thanks, uh, We'll talk to you next time. Always nice. Always remember Outlaw Nation Forever, all yep. the Bells podcast forever. Yes. Agreed. Thanks, Roga. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. Hello? Hey guys, it's Thad. Oh, oh hey, Thad. hey Thad. How's, How's it going? Man? Uh nothing much. I uh, just heard uh heard through the grapevine about you uh you're getting in on the action top 10 match at the spectacular uh oh, you've got right. like a oh. little side deal going on yeah, here yeah it's not a fun big, thing for the podcast not a big deal. it's not a big just deal like a little yeah just silly like a little fun stipulation yeah, yeah i mean fun. that sounds that sounds awesome so uh i'm just i i'm typing up uh the last bit of the contract yeah. for that stipulation I, i'm gonna email it to you right now no wait. you know what i'm just, I'm just gonna send it to your printer so it no, should be printing wait, it should be what? printing in a couple oh, of minutes and then uh if you can just fill that out yeah, no, fill that out. I need a photo. Like a I need a photograph situation. of you signing it, and then uh, yeah, yeah. Just take a picture. Take I a picture of you signing the paper, and then just no. fax them all back to I me. Don't think this is just uh, like the a fax number is in the email. That, yeah, have you met actually, them? They're not gentlemen at all. You need to sign this, otherwise we you're don't gonna actually, get screwed. Oh, uh, so yeah. So just sign this paper. They seem and then cool uh, about I'll it. put it in with the rest of the with the rest of the document for the match, but, and then depending Dad, on the outcome, we'll uh, we'll start up the stipulation okay. uh, on on your next episode. 
Uh, I I don't really right. think this yeah, is necessary. Okay, and uh, yep. Okay, it should be uh, should be sending to your printer but right now. Okay. Uh, so it's it's sixteen pages, double sided, oh ten point That's, font. So you might need know. to just read through a couple ten of the lines. Ten point font. Uh, that yeah. A little page eight much. has a few really uh, a few addendums we gonna, that I hand wrote in the margins. So because uh, it was in it the was, margins. It was, yeah, it was it was it was last minute. So if you just double check the the language there. And then, uh, and then we, we should be good to go. Okay, I don't think I don't we really think this cool. Is nice. All right, uh, I got I have a meeting on the other side of town right now, so I got to oh, get going. Oh. But uh, just yeah, send me back the pic. Uh, I need that photographic evidence of the signature so that I know that it was actually you I signing it. Uh, and then, uh, and then we'll be good to go. I'll uh, I'll talk to you guys after the spectacular. Uh, uh, but, All right, yeah, cool. That, Thanks so much. Uh, gotta go. Bye. Uh, Aaliyah, I don't. What just happened? I have no idea. Coming to you straight from the heart of the old Pueblo, it's the All the Belts podcast, bringing you all the belts, all the records, all the lowdown on the schmodown. And here are your hosts, working themselves into a shoot so you don't have to, Aaliyah and Dan. Take it away, All the Belts, and make me proud. Hello friends, welcome to a brand new episode of All the Belts, episode 16, and we are leading into Spectacular this week, and we have gotten ourselves a bet. Yeah, you we're heard in it there. quite the pickle. We checked with Roca, you heard last week, action took over our intro, it was uh, pretty rude. Um, we, you know, we had, we had been trying to get him on the phone for, for an interview, uh, and they were dodging our calls. And they, they, they were uh, had something up their sleeve. Busy. Like, they were busy. Quote unquote busy. Suit shopping. What are they doing? They don't know. They don't have like a show to be on. Or... No, I've never heard of any. Yeah. Uh, they no. just, I think they just sit at home. Yeah. Uh, but so, so they Online took over. Online suit shopping. We double checked with uh, Roka, as you heard there. He gave us the blessing. And, of you know, obviously Thad had to set it in stone. But. You know, good on Thad. That's okay. He's he loves to cross the T's, you dot gotta the do I's. What you so gotta do. that's okay. But we're we're officially tied up in this match. So as you heard there, uh, we do have the bet. If Action wins, they're going to take over our logo and our intro for a month. If Top Ten wins, we get to keep our intro, and we're gonna do a little extra Top Ten coverage. Yeah. So, uh, and okay. yes, we will gut the logo is getting gussied up no matter what. So. Uh, we'll we'll see what happens there. We're gonna we're gonna try <laughs> try to get that done, uh, but we'll find out this next week uh, what happens. Obviously, that's a big match we're looking forward to, um, and we'll we'll talk about our picks for spectacular in a bit here. Um, but you know what? Uh, you know, there's honestly there's not that much to talk about. I mean, not a pretty low key week. No controversy. Yeah, definitely nothing at all. Nothing happened. happened. Important. Uh, there was only one match. You or know, that was, people cared uh, about. It wasn't a big deal. Had you know, strong feelings. Match just came and went. Everyone kind of was like, "Yeah, it was a good match, whatever," and then moved on with yeah. their lives. Uh, so, so podcast. So over. that was pretty much it. So thanks so much, guys. Let's do our spectacular picks and get out yeah, of here. Yeah, right? it's a good one. Done and done. Uh, no, that is very much. Uh, this is this week was uh, something else. Just the and opposite of what happened. It, you know, last week was obviously, you know, 
an interesting week because we started to see some some strong reactions for storyline stuff uh, with uh, Ken and the Star Wars match. And we had a spectacular match with the, mm-hmm. the well, not literally, but uh, a, it, a, a, a very a very great match with the the Star Wars the Star Wars five way. That was wonderful. There was the Ken turn and Ken redeemed by Rachel, and it was we were so in love with the whole thing because obviously we love the storyline. We love we love to see where that's going, and and that in its own way had some of its controversy. But we, we got uh, to see Ken drink iced tea for like five oh, minutes. That was that was wonderful. <laughs> but the the real stuff hadn't gone down. Um, this was a week that will. I think live in infamy. It will live in infamy. Uh, <laughs> this week is important because it really was kind of a moment for people to realize what kind of fans of the show they are. Uh, it was very revealing to see, you know, what people. This is the point that touched nerve, and we've always, obviously, everyone knows what I guess side we're on in the yeah. sense that we are very passionate about the storyline with characters and we all you know that's why we we made this into a full-fledged podcast um you know obviously there there was already the rundown out there and they do a wonderful job of very detailed analysis we wanted to do something that was a little bit more focused on you know conjecture yeah. and discussing the storylines <clears throat> in particular and less about breaking down and analysis and stuff uh and that's really kind of why we made this its own show instead of just kind of branching off and doing yeah. occasional episodes on our own. And I mean, we, I wish that there wasn't the necessarily like the sides, right? But mm-hmm. if, if we, we do love all parts of the Schmodown. Yes. Um, there, yeah. And, that, and that's, but if, if we had to fall into a camp, if we were forced to choose. There, we, we came for the trivia and stayed for the stories that's is true. what I, I kind of, you know, the, the trivia in isolation is, an absolute delight and it's the crux of the show but the thing that makes us tune in every week is to return to characters and storylines that we're passionate about it's the reason that we've tried to make our own storylines on the show like we've you know done our own stuff and we've done bits and that's why we do this stuff so this was a really interesting week because it felt like it, it kind of it shouldn't necessarily be this way but it almost kind of divided people into their size of you know can you do these matches that have mm-hmm. an effect a storyline that has an effect in a ma- on a match and it's it, it was very interesting to see how you know firmly people planted their heels on certain things and 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 that's that's okay i, I i've said before uh, just as there's no wrong way to eat a Reese's, there is no wrong way to watch the Schmodown unless you're hurtful toward other people that watch the Schmodown toward competitors. That's the only wrong way to do mm-hmm. it. If you're going to lash out at people and be rude about it and be disrespectful to the competitors and Christian and people who have put so much work into this, into making this the thing it is, that is not the way to go about that. But but there's no way to enjoy it that's correct. I mean, it, you, you know, yeah. I, I, I think... Uh, but it... I think this match, Rachel Cushing, Cushing essentially versus Blofeld's cat, was, uh, you know, I talked to you about this and we kind of teased this on our Twitter and stuff, but for me, I think there is an argument that this is the most important match that's ever been a part of the Schmodown. Uh, and of course, there's going to be matches that, you know, maybe get higher view counts in the end. Uh, we'll see. I mean, 
obviously it's a brand new match, so it'll take a while, but uh, you might see higher view counts. <laughs> there might be ones for higher stipulations. You know, there'll be ones that affect the actual game more. But I don't think there has been a match like this that <coughs> has so clearly shown what the Schmodown is, mm -hmm. uh, what Christian wants it to be, what the possibilities of are uh, for the Schmodown going forward, and also one that has so clearly divided people and make them question what the things they like about the show are. Uh, and it's been a thing, it's been kind of this amazing thing that the, the, it's, it's a match that has so, so quickly made people react just so negatively on certain levels saying, you know, this this is not what I want. I don't want matches that yeah. could have any sort of, you know, the storyline should never affect the match, period. There was almost like a visceral reaction yeah. in some people. Like, Christian has always said that this wouldn't be, like, how this is. And I, you know, sort of like an instinctual, like, this isn't right, kind mm -hmm. of, you know. And I understand that. I, I'm, you know, I, I'm sympathetic to people when when there's something. I actually think it's kind of. I was saying to you, it's kind of interesting to me. It, it it is kind of a crazy coincidence that this match comes out the same week as the Last Jedi, because the reactions are very similar yeah. to me. Um, because there are people. I feel like people like us. We saw this match and we're like. You know, it, this match and last week's match, for us, this is this is everything we've ever wanted. This is everything the Schmodown can be. This shows the promise of all the amazing things that can happen. These different unusual stipulations and the different ways that the storyline can can push matches and the way that the matches can affect the storyline. It it is magical and special, and that's what I love about the Schmodown. That's the reason that. We have become such colossal fans, and there's people like that who are watching Last Jedi, and we're like, "This this changes everything. This is a a brand new take on something. This is mm -hmm. opens up the doors for so many things. This is you know incredible." And that's actually that's how we feel about Last Jedi, and that's we don't want to get too far into right, that. Yeah. We, we'll probably, that's a different podcast. We'll probably do an episode of of our <laughs> other show on that. But there's also people in the same way that this was. This undercuts everything that's come before it. This, you know, is a, a line that shouldn't have been crossed. These are things that are sacred that we now don't, you know, can't, you know, look back and be like, this is, you know, there were things that made sense before and now things don't make sense because now it's blurring lines. And that's kind of how people feel about Last Jedi. Yeah, it was definitely. like there was these sacred cows that Ryan Johnson kind of was willing to, you know, push the lines of, uh, you know, willing to undercut the some of the ideas that we have about the Force of the Skywalker saga of, you know, all these these things that these expectations that we mm -hmm. had, and a lot of people just weren't cool with some of the choices that he made. I personally love them, and I, I love The Last Jedi, and I love all those, those strange choices, just in the way that I love the fact that Christian Harloff was willing to push things a little bit. Yeah, And he to took do a, a match that was, that was influenced so much by the storyline. Um, and I, I think that, you know, as, as much credit as I want to give Christian, I have to give a colossal amount of credit to Rachel Cushing mm -hmm. because I don't think it can be understated how big of a deal, how trusting she had to be to be put in this position. Cause she, 
I, I'm sure she knew there was going to be a level of people you right. know, critical well, of what happened. And even just the fact that she... Because it's not like she doesn't have a choice, right? I'm mm-hmm. sure if she had been like, you know, I'm right. really uncomfortable doing this. I really yeah. don't want to do it. I, I'm sure Christian's Christian would not have... Yeah, forced the issue. He would have been like, okay, let's figure... I mean, he, I'm sure he has like 10 storylines in his brain at all times. Yeah. So um, it's, you know, that was her call to decide to do that or to, you know, say, yeah, like I'm going to, I'm willing to give this a shot. I'm willing to try this, Um, you know? And so definitely like her more than anyone is, you know, should be commended for, even if, even if you didn't like this match. And I think a lot of people didn't like this match because they thought, felt like it was unfair to Rachel. Um, And that's understandable. Like I felt bad for Rachel too, even though, you know, like I knew that she was willing to do all of this. It's not like it was a surprise, you know, um, that this was coming, but you couldn't help feel for her in that situation. And everyone on the show doing such a good job and Ken just killing it, you know, with just being such a jerk and like you definitely felt for her. And so I do not blame people at all for, you know, being upset about this match because they are in Rachel's corner. Yeah. Um, but def- even those people, and even people that didn't like this match for whatever reasons, the variety of reasons that there are, yeah, you definitely have to at least commend Rachel for this because it was, you know, it is still a real trivia competition, yeah. and she still really did take on two people yeah. just by herself. And, you know... Yes, the odds were stacked against her, but she could have won. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw people out there saying, well, there's no way she could have won. Like, th- no. this is Im- impossible. Remember, only, it's not. only round one is the one where there's an opportunity to get a big lead. And we've seen how how people have fallen apart in rounds two and three. I don't, I don't think a handicap match is as big of a deal as people maybe think yeah. it is. I think, uh, you know, you always think about, like round one and you can come out around one with a, a perfect round and you miss a couple questions in round two and it's you're done. yeah i mean it, it really is one of those things that, that you know i mean even in this situation like yeah if she had gotten her five pointer people have missed all of their yeah. third round questions before it's yeah, not think about you know mark ellis versus stacy howard yeah. you know he missed a bunch of questions in that third round and 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 there you go it's, it's not one out of the biggest upsets yeah, we've ever had. yeah it's not out of the realm of possibility for yeah. that to happen it's not like it's never happened before it goes so. down on the record books as a one point loss for rachel cushing which is that is a very admirable effort. It, I mean, and so here's the thing. She agreeing to do this. I mean, the Schmodown matches obviously are not rigged. There's nothing. I mean, these are all genuine matches, and Christian has to ride around them and stuff. And I think this would have been quite the pickle if she had won this. Because, uh, well, there were already people saying that they thought it was rigged because they thought... Like, Mark Andrico wasn't trying very hard or purposely throwing questions, which I am sure he was not. Because I think, and there's no way to convince people of that, right? Like, that's their decision. That's, they can't change how they feel. If they feel that that is a possibility, then, you know, that's unfortunate. Uh, But I, there's nothing we can do. All we can do is that that would be one of the, most insane scams that would yeah. require so many like, people. Like, why? Also, why would you... <laughs> you also understand... That would be a lot of effort. If that actually were the case, 
the amount of trust for you know for Christian to invite like us and a bunch of like yeah. fans that could really do yeah we whatever. could just have I been mean, like everything was rigged yeah we could come they... back there and just like tear burn the place down yeah. if that were the case and and you know uh, I mean to be totally honest if if that was the case uh, speaking from my perspective. If we had gone out there for the Star Wars Spectacular and then found out somehow that it was rigged, you probably wouldn't be listening to this episode because we probably would have stopped. Yeah, we'd have been like, well... We would we would honestly be so disenfranchised yeah. with what Because the thing, thing is, is, if I knew the show was rigged ahead of time, yeah, that, I would that, I would probably still watch because yeah, I do love the storylines, right? If it's, and um, that's, if it were a huge lie and all these people like us and we, Take 3 and, you know, late to the party yeah. and we had all this whole time somehow discovered that this was Yeah, a we'd setup, be like, well, this is really We honestly <laughs> wouldn't be doing this uh, because it would, it would, that's all we can tell you. I mean, listen, if you, if, you know, if, if you're going to be someone that that believes what you believe, that's okay. But all we can do from yeah. our perspective to tell you, uh, we wouldn't be doing this show if we somehow found out this whole thing was rigged. Yeah. We would be walking away. Uh, we, because that would be a, a pretty big breach yeah, of because, trust. Yeah, exactly. Like, I feel like I trust yeah. and respect. Because it wouldn't just be Christian. It would be everyone. everyone. Like, a liar. I can you picture Rachel doing that? No. No. She it, would never. Not, <laughs> listen. And the thing I think people forget is like even though the storylines and everything are you know for the most part made up essentially um the competitors are still really competitive like the majority of the people that play in the schmodown really do want to win i have a feeling that like a lot of those people like could you picture like roca or action or no. rachel or oh really like Roka's half the competitors incredibly competitive there's no way that they would be willing to just you know throw a match just for the sake i mean they they love the storylines too and they're happy to do what they do for the storylines but i cannot picture yeah. the majority of them being willing to like intentionally lose right what rachel so in in wrestling the term is you know doing doing a job like doing the job being a jobber i mean those are kind of different things but doing the job is essentially taking a pin to for the long term and make for something that makes sense right uh there are wrestlers that are known for not being particularly good at taking a job uh hulk hogan is one of those guys that there's times he would say no i'm not doing that um but but the thing is part of being a great wrestler is understanding that sometimes you have to take take the job mm -hmm. uh, to put over young talent, to put over a storyline for a long term for long term purposes. What Rachel did in taking this match and agreeing to it is the closest thing in the Schmodown to doing a job. Like she she agreed to a, a like a, a situation, a situation where the odds were stacked very, against very her. much stacked against her. Ultimately she still could have won. She was very much in the in the hunt at the end of that match and stuff. But she also is smart enough to know that this is going to long term make this her storyline one of the most epic, important storylines that's ever been done. And for me, probably at this point, for me, this is the best work that Christian and the crew have ever yeah. done. Uh, from a standpoint of uh, you can see the glimmers of the long-term storytelling here. It's already a 
amazing storytelling and you can already see how the arc is starting to go and the potential possibilities yeah. depending on the wins that could happen in the future uh, you know what happens with Rachel and what happens with Ken and stuff like that but you can see where the this could go and this is one of those things that it's going to yes some people are going to be turned off by this because it is putting storyline above matches uh, but for the people who I think are the long-term fans of the Schmodown, the people who are going to be back every single week, uh, this is only going to make you commit more. It's going to make you want to buy a, a Rachel Cushing t-shirt. It's yeah. going to want, you, you know, you're, this is just going to make people more passionate about it. Yeah. And I, I mean, unfortunately, there are going to be people, people that we lose yeah. because of this. It'd but, be nice if we could keep everybody. Yeah. But, I think but maybe there's those people that are like, Originally, like, I don't know about this. And maybe they'll stick around for a little while and just be like, I still want to see yeah. Spectacular. Maybe I, this isn't the show for them. And they yeah. Decide. And, and that's possible. There's going to be people that are turning around. But I think if people are patient with how this goes, they're going to understand. And, and you know, I think the immediate effects for people were the concern for, like, this wasn't fair. This was, right. you know. It, but think f- about it. It's not going to affect Rachel's record because, there's yeah. no, it, it, you know, this is a Nerds Watch match. Nerds Watch clearly doesn't exist anymore. If they do, at some point down the line, if there's some sort of redemption story for Ken, it's going to undo that, and I don't think this... This is not going to have any effect. Christian's still going to make the right decisions for this product. I mean, he's still going to put... He would never take away opportunities in a situation like this. Like, why... You understand, like, Christian's not going to, like, reward Blofeld's cat for this win. Like, it's not like, yes, they're picking up a win here, but when you're making decisions for the matches, Blowfield, Blowfield's right. cat's going to be in, in next the, year or whatever. Yeah, it's not storylines and everything, you know. There's we, still discretion. Christian still has the discretion. Who knows where that's going. Like, I mean, it's not one of those things where it's like, oh, one win, and now Blowfield's cat has more wins, and that means they're going to get an opportunity. Yeah. It's not that simple. I mean, if you watch the ranking special this week, which, you know, there's not... We probably won't talk a lot about that just because, you know, it's pretty straightforward. But just to your point, if you watch that, if you guys watch that, they, you know, they made a point of saying it's not strictly wins. And it's also there's part of the factor of the rankings is like how, like what sort, like if you were playing really high profile matches or there are other factors that go into that uh, instead of just wins. So... Even people who are like, well, this is going to affect the rankings because now they have an extra win. It's not solely based on wins. And they've even said that on... um, I'm not sure, I guess, if that makes it better for those people because maybe they would rather that the rankings were solely based on wins. But, you know, there's a lot that goes into the those factors. There's a lot of factors that go into determining those things besides just, oh, now they have two wins. Right. Yeah, that's the thing. It's, It's interesting because... I think people, this is the time that you saw the storyline most affecting a match. Uh, so people were kind of up in arms for it. But the storylines have always affected the matches. The matches have always affected the storylines. It's always been yeah. like this. But I think for some reason this like was so clearly one that was inspired by storyline. And, you know, it, it's just, I don't know, it, I, I guess I just rubbed people in the wrong way. But it really, it's always been like this. It's just that the... It hasn't been as overt in a lot of spots, but there's always Christian's always making decisions, yeah. you know, where the matches are going based on like 
the stories he wants to tell and stuff like that. So it's not like I mean, yeah, like like you said with you know when we were watching the the, the special, you know, obviously critically acclaimed, they're one and one, uh, you know, and but they they also lost to late to the party who's unranked and stuff. So you know, there's there's different like little yeah, things. there's I a mean, lot like, of things. Maybe that late to the that. party should have been on that, but these are you're taking into other. Uh, other things into consideration how strong Bibiani is and like you're taking in there's there's unknown things like yeah. these are these intangibles as they call them and I mean that's okay because we're on board with that it's just there's no really true hard and fast rule for yeah. how all this stuff works I mean well and, and and I think I mean for some people um you know this is they they view it more like sports, yeah. you know, and and there's like fantasy leagues and everything. Right. That's totally cool. Again, there's no wrong way to yeah, to, that's to, great to ingest this. Um, Just don't be an asshole. But <laughs> like, you also have to think that the people that make this show, you know, this isn't their job, really. I mean, like, this isn't like their main job. None of them like. Sporting events, there's so much more, like a professional sport, there's so much that goes into that, and so many people are working on it. That, and like, I mean, Frank does a great job of keeping the stats, but you know, they, this whole rankings thing, they don't ha- necessarily have time to like really do every single tiny calculation that would make like the perfect ranking. So they kind of yeah. have to be like, well, critically acclaimed, you know has had some pretty big matches and they're, you know, like they just, right. No, and you kind of have to suspend your disbelief a little bit at some point and just be like, okay, yeah, that that sounds good. You know, in the NFL or something, you're going to have in, you know, divisions, it'll be like this team and this team have the same record. So that means, did they go head to head? The team with the winner, you know, and it's like, if they have a tied record, then you have to drop down to the next thing. Like, who was at this? Like, what was... There's, like, four different backup things where if there's a tie, it's like, if this isn't a clear one, did they play each other? No. Okay, so they didn't... So you have to keep dropping down to, like, possible ways that you make one person above the other. Like, that's... But I don't think... I mean, I might be wrong. I don't know if there's somewhere at Collider, like, a 500-page document of, like, the schmo. Well, I mean, now that Thad's in charge. Yeah, that's probably true. (laughs) He's working on it, you guys. He's working on it. But I think a lot of people um, would have been... At least from what I was hearing on the interwebs, I tried to, you know, put a post out there and have some discussion about it. Mm -hmm. A lot of people would have been totally okay with the whole thing if only like say they had given Rachel double points in the first round Mm -hmm. right so it's not that they it's not that all these people have a giant problem overall it's that there's you know she probably would have kicked ass yeah she probably would um but that also doesn't like it takes away from what the match is. Right. I but mean, I'm just saying that it's not that the people have a problem with the yeah. storyline or that, you know, they even have a problem with a handicap match. They just feel like that's that's where the line is drawn. Is right. where then it's it's unfair in a way that makes it yes, she could have won, but it makes it harder maybe yeah. very difficult for her to win. And you know, if a lot of people feel that way, maybe Christian will take that into consideration. Maybe next time there's a handicap match. I think in this case, because of the dramatic effect of the match and everything, you know, I it would have 
maybe lessened that a little bit if she was just like kicking their ass the whole time but you know maybe going forward if handicap matches become more of a regular thing like maybe Mm -hmm. that's a thing he'll take into consideration as you know it's been very clear over you know the time since the schmona has been growing it's been very clear that uh christian seems very uh, open to like hearing what people think and like trying to improve the game continually there's been tons of improvements that have been made to it you know very you know all like small rule changes here and there and stuff like so so yeah i think it's good that people give their lend their voice and say this what's this this is what would make more sense to me and i think christian i think christian reads all that stuff yeah he he really does like no one no one cares more about this thing than christian does i mean that's very clear to us and uh and that's what makes him so good at what he does but I mean, the on um, going off that same thing. I I wish, uh, I wish, and, and almost like us doing this show has made me a bit more um, understanding of what goes into planning things out in advance and how you have to set all your ducks in a row and get everything set up um, and the expectations that people will have. I know there's things that we've got planned and stuff that I imagine there's going to be certain reactions to and stuff like that. And it's interesting because we're thinking about that and we know what our plans are. Yeah. We know what we have uh, and what we can do at this point, all, all the ideas that we have and what we want to do. Uh, but people can only listen to our show one week at a time. Right. They can't listen to our show that's going to be on in, in, uh, in, in three weeks, right? Four weeks. We know what they we're don't, doing. so they don't know what's coming, right? So we know what we have planned in you know two three weeks and stuff. Uh, but that's what I imagine it's like for Christian. Is there's a, there's this element like he's sitting there and he, my guess is Christian probably has a lot of stuff planned for next season already. Like he's probably got matches that he wants. You know, he got things locked in and everything, uh, and he wants these things to happen. And he has this overarching vision of of what's going on. Us as fans of Shmona, and even us who who've gotten a little glimpse on the inside, you know, when we got to go out there and stuff uh, for the five way, but we've gotten like these little glimpses and stuff. But even us, like, still can only see a tiny, tiny mm-hmm. pinhole of what the whole thing is. So I kind of I feel like now, like the way that we've kind of been trying to put this show together, I I feel this empathy for Christian that it's like just wait. Yeah. Just wait and see what's going to happen. Wait until Spectacular. See what the you know is going to happen at Spectacular. And people are so passionate about this thing that their immediate reaction is just to go, "What? What is going on? This is not what I wanted. I don't know what's going on." And they're scared. And yeah. you know, like or they even just seen even if what... it's not like because they're upset or something, but just like immediately asking, "But like what? What? Do, but who? What do people think will happen with this? And right. maybe this will, you know." And it's, yeah, you're right. Christian's probably just like, just wait. Just, just wait like a week. A you'll, just, <laughs> you'll know. You'll all yeah. know all the answers. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, it, <laughs> it is interesting. Like, and I imagine it's like that, you know, if you're a showrunner and stuff. And, you know, there's like a, a, an episode that people are very, you know, that something's very divisive. And people are like, you know, I hate this show now. And I, I think that happens with, you know, all great shows, really, is people get frustrated because they can only see the one piece. Right. You know, everyone's attention span is so short now and they just want the they want what they want as soon yeah. as they got it. well and and especially that, when they really care about yeah. something you know? you know and even something like last jedi like you know like now people have to sit and stew for two years until they find out what jj ends up doing with nine and stuff 
So you, you want to be like, I, it, you know, I mean, even I'm sure, you know, when Empire came out, there was that element of it too. And people were like, what the hell? Like now we have to wait three years to like find out what you're leaving me like this. I, I think it it's so easy to react so viscerally to something when it confuses you or you're not sure with it. You just have to wait, you know, and yeah. spectacular is so soon. And I think, you know, I, I trust that spectacular, maybe it'll turn more, you know, some more people off and stuff like that. But my guess is that I'm thinking I, I can, I can only assume that spectacular is going to be exactly that. And people are going to get really hyped about it. And and I think just be patient and see how everything shakes out. Yeah. I, I understand the reaction. Like, I understand there's times when I watch a movie or I watch a, a show and I'm like, oh, my God. And, like, I get, you know, I get that way with wrestling all the time. Um, I don't, again, I've said this before. I don't trust Vince's booking decisions like I trust Christian's. Yeah, that's but, true. Uh, he's, a, he's a much better booker than Vince McMahon is at this point. But uh, there are things... I mean, Vince is like 100 years yes, old. Yes, he so. is. Uh, but th- there are things that, you know, you've seen me get that way with wrestling. And I'm just like, why are you doing this? What is the point of this? This doesn't achieve anything. I don't understand why that person would lose that match. It doesn't help anything. And I get very frustrated sometimes. And that's... I, I think the, the difference is that obviously those matches are... those. Wins right. are decided, you know, and so so it's a little different because right. you can make that right because you're like that was stupid. Why would you have that person win? Right, but even so, it's it's similar in the sense that you know you see the outcome of this match and you're like, what? That's not fair. Why? You know, why would you do that to Rachel? Or you know, why? What's gonna? I I think if you just wait, I think things will shake out in the way it's supposed to shake out. I mean, this is a you know these storylines are gonna get bigger. And more sweeping and more epic because I think that's what Christian loves. I yeah. mean, that's what that's what we've seen in him when we've gotten to talk to him, and yeah, he's I... so passionate about the storylines, and that's what we love about it. And I think that's what a lot of the really hardcore fans. I, and I, I don't want mean to denigrate because like I know that there's there's very hardcore fans of the Schmodown that very much just love the trivia aspect, and that's and that's okay. I, again, don't want to like say you're not a fan of the Schmodown. There's no. There's no real way of being a fan, but I feel like a lot of the people that are in this forever are the ones that love the whole piece, you know, like love love seeing everything. And, um, I mean, I think part of the issue is that, you know, those people that really like the trivia, um, they, and, and not to say they don't like the storylines, like uh, we, we're sort of, once again, like kind of black and whiting the situation yeah, yeah. Um, for the sake of discussion. But there's plenty of people where, you know, they like the storylines and the trivia, but maybe they yeah. care. The trivia, like you said, they don't want the trivia to be, you know, impeding on the. Right, like marred by the storylines at all. Like they're fine with the storylines as long as yeah. um, that that doesn't have an effect on on that um <clears throat> i also just want and, very quickly before you get it, I, I do want to say it seemed like there was like i noticed a lot of people using other things as a basis to speak about the schmodown and i think it's very clear to me the schmodown is one of a kind yeah and yes we talk about it in wrestling terms sometimes and you know like people use that as a shorthand but it isn't it's wrestling. a completely different yeah. thing it's still it's this weird marriage of authentic stuff with storyline stuff and i don't think you can accurately describe it 
via the lens of anything, really. I mean, it is inspired by wrestling in a lot of ways and stuff. But uh, saying, like, well, this doesn't work because in wrestling this happens and stuff, it doesn't actually always work. I mean, like, yes, sometimes you can view it through that lens, but, you know. You know yeah. But. I Well, I was just going to say that. I think the the controversy, you know, Christian even said on Carpool one time, um, if you guys aren't listening to that, you should check it Carpool's out. So Harloff Carpool, because he, I mean, Christian talks about all sorts of things. Um, it's kind of like a stream of consciousness yeah. uh, thing, which if you're not into that. Do you know, but, what, do you know what I'd really, I'd really like about, uh, I would really like for Carpool? I think it'd be kind of great. Maybe a fan can just do this or something, but I'd really like it if maybe uh, someone would just edit the audio of the week's Harloff carpools together into uh, like a single audio podcast so that you could just if you wanted to like the end of the week on you know whether it be on the Schmozno network or something that would just pop up and you could just listen to the whole thing yeah um, I think that would be really fun I mean, like, that, I mean that would be nice because like I a lot of times he's doing it when I'm sort of walking exactly. to work so I can listen to it yeah. live but if I watch pieces if I of don't, it it's I harder can. to watch um, when you're just trying to listen to it, it's harder to do on Facebook, at least like on your phone, because yeah. you have to have the Facebook app open in order to right. listen. There's so um, many, like so much, so many awesome pieces of content that he puts out there. And I think it's really fantastic to hear just like kind of unfiltered. Yeah, no, I, that's what I was going to say is like, I, I really love that kind of like stream of consciousness and, and you know, if. If he happens to, yeah. like, nothing is coming into his head and he's just, like, reading road signs as he drives by, like, that's really funny. Yeah. And then he thinks of something to talk about. Yeah. And um, I really like that. So maybe that's not for everyone. But if you aren't, if you think that that might be interesting, you should check it out. Because in addition to lots of other things like movies or, you yeah. know, topics that are happening in the world at the time, uh -huh. he usually talks about the schmodown. Yeah. And one of the things that he mentioned this week after this match happened is... You know, he, he understands that people, you know, some people aren't as into this or, you know, some people are really into this, um, but he kind of likes the controversy. Yeah, who would? And I mean, if even if like half the people are not super into it or, you know, vocally stating that they're not into it, that just shows that they really care. I mean, if you have such a debate and such a strong leaning yeah. on both sides and you have so many people willing to talk about it like that's probably even if half those people aren't on board with a certain choice that's probably better than just like no one yeah. having a conversation about no, it yeah because, the worst thing is for no one to yeah talk about so it. I, mean, I mean not that he wants people to be unhappy in the showdown yeah. but like that kind of these kind of discussions that come up yeah. i think you know that's it's good. It's good for the. Yeah. It's good for fans to have the discussions as Absolutely. long as they keep it civil, and it's good for. It's revealing about who your audience base is. Yeah, and, and it's good it for the showdown because it shows that there's that many people that really yeah. care about what happens, and even if they might care in different directions from each other, yeah. they still all really care. And yeah. and definitely, like you said, I wouldn't want to in any way like demean the people that are on the other side because. Like no. they clearly really care about the Schmodown yeah, too, and they wouldn't be commenting about it. I mean, yeah, like they wouldn't want to talk, uh, bring all this stuff up and like discuss yeah. this if they didn't care about this thing. Otherwise, you know, they would just like be like, whatever, I'm not watching this anymore, and just move on. And they clearly love right, this but thing. they wouldn't say like. I don't know if I really like this, and like I don't know if I want to mm -hmm. keep watching this. You know, they just wouldn't watch it anymore. Yeah, 
they if they didn't really care that much about it. So, um, whatever side, quote unquote, side you're on. I mean, I think we're all kind of on the side of Schmodown generally. Yeah, we um, all want the Schmodown to be great and. And just to get more of it. Like, yeah. I mean, we're all, you know, and, and there's going to be times when it, I think there's going to be times when there are going to be matches that are very, like, I think, I think the reason this match is so important is because it is kind of set a precedent that hadn't been set before. And that there is the potential that a match can be very critical to a storyline and be pushed by it. And I'm really happy for that. Yeah. Because I, because, and the thing, it, again, like, it's very set up in a way that it won't hurt Rachel and I don't think it will really have much of an impact yeah. on Blowfield's I mean cat, honestly like, it makes forward. her look really good even yeah, though she didn't I, exactly. win exactly Rachel looks like a million bucks no one remembers no one's going to really care about the fact that Rachel like lost this match yeah. cause if she she looked great because she, she held her own yeah. against you know two two very you know strong you know, members of the Lions Den, uh, two, two of the strongest. I mean, I, I think, you know, you can't, I mean, Mark Andrego is really good. Like, yeah. I don't, I, the dude is amazing. There was a point this season when I, I thought there was a chance that he could run the table in the, the singles tournament. Yeah. I mean, like, he was just like looking indestructible. The dude's great. Uh, Burnett, off and on at times, but he's generally pretty strong. Yeah. I mean, so, uh, but yeah, it's not like it's a one-sided match or anything. Yeah, like I, I mean, think, and it great. really set up Ken. Like, obviously, people would have been mad at Ken if mm-hmm. he left Rachel. But in the this way, leaving her in this way, yeah. and having her forcing her to play this match, and then just like rubbing it in at yeah. the end, oh, like that just that just makes you want to hate him so much more masterful. than if he just was like, "I'm joining the Lions Den." Sorry, yeah. you know, like you'd have been like, "Well, that sucks," but okay, this is like. I hate you, Ken Napsock. Yeah. yeah, and you know, we, 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 I do also want to mention, we, we tweeted about it this week, but uh, incredible work from Emma. Yeah, I thought so too. The, I was like, was is one Emma of her best point put, even more than usual yeah, in the interviews uh, this week? Such a good job. And also uh, from uh, Andreco and Burnett's point, a really, really great job on their end where they kind of, it was really interesting because, you know, Dagnino came out in the whole lines and celebrating stuff. Yeah. And I think they did a really wonderful job of kind of being like, uh, We don't feel that great yeah. about it. Like, they didn't... Like, we're supposed to be bad guys, but also, yeah. like, this is just a little much. And we've, <laughs> we've talked about this before. And Draco is clear... Listen, and Draco is a wonderful human being. Yeah. Uh, and the lion's den is, you know, evil personified, you know, yeah. and, and like... He feels like the sweetest guy, and it's like, uh, why, why? Yeah, you know. Just so, maybe... so this putting him in that position where again he's kind of showing a little bit more that like he's kind of like the nice guy in the lion's den. He's kind of just in. It feels like he's kind of in the lion's den because it's a good place of power for him, you know, because the lion's den obviously is a strong faction. Uh, and then Burnett is one of those guys that like he's a blowhard, but. He's not really that threatening. He yeah. just like I think he just gets he gets mad about Navarro. He's loud know. and he yells Navarro, <laughs> and he did get a nice little Navarro. Yeah, in. I love that. Uh, but yeah, Emma did such a great job in helping push that storyline forward by asking really great questions uh, 
and she really sold the shit out of it. Like she did such a good job this week. I, I always get I, I get frustrated when people don't give Emma enough credit for how good she is at her job. Uh, she she really is spectacular, and um, she she does because you know like there there obviously are certain um, you know obviously. Uh, you know, with the storyline going, Christian's obviously going to encourage certain questions and stuff in the interview and stuff. But it's not like Emma has a script yeah. that she like. None of them reading. do. No I, think, I think people it might think guidelines. Because I saw, I also saw somebody left a comment that was like talking about in the discussion that I was having. Um, you know, they mentioned that when it started, that they they really liked the storylines when they felt natural and like they might mm -hmm. actually be happening between those characters but as soon as it started to feel really like scripted and like they were reading mm -hmm. their lines that they just didn't and i was like i understand yeah, where what you mean but like nobody has any lines yeah. to read like going there and like watching people do their promos it's just like them talking and christian kind of standing behind them yeah. like when we're at the five way you yeah. know we watched some like of the backstage yeah. stuff and stuff and just and there's things and, he obviously wants. Yeah, to like, do. and he'll he might like, you know, encourage them. Like, if, if they're you know missing a huge point of mm -hmm. like something like that happened in the match that yeah. they should talk about, he might like you know want encourage them to talk about a certain thing. But nothing is like written. No, no. lines are written down. No. Nothing is. They're not scripted at all. All of those promos are just them talking. Yeah, yeah, and that. So you really have it's to. It's just a all lot improv, basically. Yeah, I think it's like it's guidelines. You know, you get you have a roadmap that of the things you want to hit. It's kind of like when we do stuff. You know, with with people. We, yeah. We kind of have a roadmap map of what it, but you kind of just trust in the people you're with, yeah. and you trust that they're going to be. They're, they're and good because at what they, they do. pretty much always do a better yeah, job than if exactly. we had like written something for them to say word for word. Right, exactly. So that that's that's kind of I, I don't know. You really you, I, I think people really should, uh, from us having seen a little bit of that. I think you really have to give a lot of credit to those performers. And, yeah. uh, you know, in this case, Emma did a very 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 good job. At, yeah. At just driving the storylines at selling it from her perspective at furthering you know you know the lion's den's position at, at pushing rachel and ken's story i i think there's a lot of spinning plates there and i think she really did a, just a fantastic job of, of kind of guiding yeah. everything so. it's hard because you know we mentioned that we go have got to go over there you know and and not everybody gets to do that. And right. and we feel very lucky and appreciative and do not at all take that for granted. Um, and I know not everybody has that. to Like, I feel like I see, especially see the Schmodown a certain way because I've seen behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. I've met a lot of the people in person and know, mm -hmm. like, what the kind of human beings they are in real yeah. life. And so, of course, it's easy for me to be like, oh, well, they, I totally, those guys are super nice. They would never rig anything. They yeah. don't, they don't, you know, re read off a script. Like, but most people don't. Yeah have that to go Absolutely. off of and so like i feel like sometimes i'm like well why would you even think that yeah. and then i have to be like okay yeah. if i was seeing it from this perspective of like totally not having ever talked to any of these people mm -hmm. necessarily and like and and once again like i bring this up not to like rub it in like oh we got to do this and you no. didn't but just to to point out that we know that we are really lucky to have gotten to do that and if i can like 
share any of that with people in a, I mean, I don't know why they necessarily would trust me any more than they would trust like, you know, I guess there's no reason. It's not like they know me, but if I can say, you know, like I've met these people and I can promise you that like they would not lie to you about, you know, I don't know if that helps at all, but I feel like we have a unique perspective that has allowed us to, you know, be more sure of these things. Yeah. It's easy for me to be like, well, you know, why can't you just have faith that they wouldn't do that? But, you know. Yeah. I... It's a it's a TV show, you know. I mean, you're... The, we are in a very unique position. Uh, and and it's, it's happened very quickly. We talked about that a little last week. I think maybe we always had a bit of, you know, we had that, our little lens through because we were friends with Robert and Vanessa and, and Tim and, and Ashley and... You know, obviously they told us a little bit about what the process was and stuff before we started doing this. Um, but, you know, it was a show for us mostly. And uh, we we were in the same position that pretty much everyone else was. Like, you know, you didn't know how this thing worked. And, you know, we, we've we seen a lot of stuff now and, uh, and we've talked to a lot of people and we've gotten these experiences that now have really filled out our perspective on what this show is. And it's... If nothing else, it has given us so much more respect for everyone involved, and 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 they're 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 people to us now. They're yeah. not characters. I mean, I mean, we love the characters. They are people. It, it would be good to remember that. Yeah. You know, everyone. They're, they're all people. They're right? trying to make the best decisions. That, you know, Christian's trying to do yeah. the best that he can, and and all the all competitors human. are really you know nice human beings. Mm-hmm. And I think when you get on the internet discussing things, sometimes it's easy to forget that and to present your thoughts in a way that you know is as if they are not going to affect somebody personally but i mean it's okay to be critical about the show yeah there's nothing and i think and christian has said that multiple times too like he he is he's perfectly happy for you to state your opinion as long as it is in a respectful respectful and civilized yeah just you're welcome to share your opinion. Of course you are. And we'll share our opinion too. We're, I mean, generally we're very glowing about the show, but I mean, if there's something that we don't like, we would still say it, but yeah. we're, we're always going to say it in a way that's like, I don't know if this is the right move, but I'm willing to wait and yeah. I'll see what happens. And, and I think that's, everyone could stand to be patient and understanding and remember that there is a person, there's a lot of people when you, especially in the Facebook group, when almost all the competitors look at this, and they are going to see that, and that's amazing. That's one of the best things about the show, the fact that you know that we we just came around as fans, and now we have you know we get to talk to these people almost every week, and you know have long conversations with you know with Roca and, and you know and Rachel and Thad and Christian, and it's great. It's magical for us. It's really important. They're they're people, and they're willing to listen to all of us, which is. Which is so special, but that take with great right, power. Right, and we don't want to lose yeah. that by being assholes. Yeah, with great power comes great responsibility. Just you, don't be assholes. Just know that there is a person there, and that person is very much willing to listen to you, Christian. Like I said, Christian's yep. very much willing to listen to you. He's going to read those Facebook comments. He's going to read the posts that you put. He's going to read your comments on the YouTube. So think about it like you're actually talking yeah. to a person. And there. also, I feel like. You know, sometimes you could tell Christian gets a little fed up, generally speaking. Like, maybe he might come in, you know, and have a little troll rant or, you know, 
state things a certain way. And I feel like you have to remember that literally everything Christian does for in his like professional life is a thing where just thousands of people are like yelling crap at him. Yeah. Metaphor, like on the internet, not in real life, but like it's the Schmodown group is for the most part, pretty, um, a pretty like friendly civilized place to be. Mm -hmm. We try and maintain it that way at least. Um, but YouTube is like the wild west. It is. Uh, it's a nightmare. Twitter, you know, you can block people, but they still say sh- like. So I feel like sometimes just remember that Christians probably taking it from all sides in terms of people being yeah. shitty about things that he makes. So we want to make the Schmodown the place where people aren't shitty about things he makes. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't mean we can't disagree. We can still disagree. Yeah. But you know, let's try and be reasonable about it and maybe a little flexible. I was trying to have some discussions online about on the Facebook page about this whole situation. For the most part, everybody was very, you know, we, we had differences of opinion, but everybody was really cool about it. I appreciate that you guys. Um, but one, one person, um, and I'm sorry that I was forgetting this, this person's name. Um, because I can't remember anything. That's why I'm not on the Schmodown. But he was, he used like a house of cards analogy Mm -hmm. where it's like, if we start to change one little thing, or if you take something away or put ads, shove something in that shouldn't be there, the Mm -hmm. whole thing is just going to collapse. So Mm -hmm. like in the analogy, this match was like something that shouldn't have been, that was, you know, going to destroy this house of cards, essentially. Like if you, you like pulled a card out. And I was like, I don't, so what you're saying is that you don't want any, you want this to be exactly this, like nothing will ever evolve or change or, and he was like, yes. And like, I, if that's your opinion, then that's fine. But that's not how the world works. You can't. Everything is going to change a little bit and evolve slowly. And there's literally no way that the Schmodown is going to stay exactly the same. Um, It's just not how things are. Like by nature, especially when you have somebody really excited and creative at the helm, like things are going to change. And I feel like we can disagree on what parts we like or don't like, but if you really are not okay with any change at all, yeah. then you that's like the kind of person that maybe is going to stop watching the yeah. showdown because there's no way that, and the change might be something that we don't like as much. And yeah. those people do like, you never know where it's going to go, but it's not going to stay exactly the same. And it never has. Like if you watch the first episodes of the showdown and you watch now, I mean, it's totally different. Yeah. And it's only going to continue to evolve. And to think that it possibly is not or that there's any way that it could just stay stay exactly the same, I think is um, pretty a pretty unreasonable point of view. It's that that perspective is what keeps people in the same spot. It's what prevents us from growing as as humans, uh, the most important thing you do is be self-critical, of understanding other people's uh, perspectives, of trying to be better all the time. That's that's how 
we that's how we grow as a species is by being flexible so to to be inflexible inflexible about anything to that degree is not beneficial uh, you you have to understand other people's perspectives. You have to say what it, what could I do that's better? What could yeah. we do to improve that? We think about when we're doing you know. Some people might say you know the, our first few episodes of this show might have been better you know when we didn't start doing as many like bits and stuff like that. But you know what? I am more passionate about the show than ever because we put so much work into what we're doing now. And maybe for some people it's not as good. Uh, but it sh- sure as hell has influenced who I am a lot, yeah. and it, it, it's influenced my ability to, you know, uh, to, you know, put the show together, together, and and the way that we talk about things, and it's, I, I it th- makes a difference for the product when the people making it really yeah. care and are passionate about yeah, the show. Absolutely, I, I think. Yes, the schmodown could be just trivia or just trivia and like minor storylines. You know, and that would be fine. But it's not going to be, it's not going to have like the same kind of heart and excitement that it's going to have if you let Christian do, yeah, like get really excited about the things that he wants to do and like try new things. Like yeah. the reason that it is a show that comes across as something so fun and exciting is because all the people that do it really yeah. love it and want to do it Absolutely. and if you just had a straight trivia show i mean like I, I just it just wouldn't be they they might i'm sure they would still do it but you you're the, you're gonna get a better product if you let if the creators get to do what they really want and yeah. you know our show obviously isn't dependent on you know how many people like like the the Schmodown still wants to get as many views as possible because yeah. that's how like it continued to get made. Yeah. Our show doesn't really have that. Like no. we're just gonna do what we'll we want. <laughs> um, and so if we lose some listeners, like that's fine because I mean we would we're sorry to see you guys go if you're not into what we're doing now. But um, but this isn't our job. This isn't you know we don't get paid. We don't we take extra time out of our day to do this because we really love the Schmodown and want to talk about it. And if we're doing it a certain way, just to do it a certain way, and we're not doing it the way that's the most fun and, um, you know, entertaining for us, then it becomes a chore and not something we really want to do. And that's going to affect what, how good of a show it is. Yeah. And we know not just to be clear, we're, we're, uh, we don't want to make this like about us, but this this, this is all about us. <laughs> Why aren't you listening to our podcast? <laughs> I just mean that this doing the show has given us a lens yeah. to kind of perceive the the work that that Christian does, that the work that all the competitors do, uh, that the work that you know everyone over you know all these people that are doing shows of their own, you know, like these amazing podcasts, you know, Roka and Top Ten, you know, think about, you know, Brienne doing yeah. uh, film therapy, Six Degrees. Yeah. Those, critically acclaimed critically has all acclaimed, their podcasts. So it's interesting because we, this has just helped us give us a way of perceiving how all this stuff works. And, and it's, you know, that's going back to what Aaliyah was bringing up with the thing you were saying just about the... The discussion about the house of cards and like being inflexible and stuff uh 
doing these new, having these new experiences, changing things up, constantly trying to do a new thing uh, has made us so much more empathetic to this stuff. And uh, so, I mean, I would always encourage people to try, if you're, if you're ever dissatisfied with something, make something of your own. You know, make the thing you want to make. Yeah. Like that—that's always, you know, uh, that's always. I, I've always been very inspired by Kevin Smith when he talks because that's always his kind of message. Is like he always says, like, "I'm not a great filmmaker, you know, but but I I just did it and I wanted to do it, and that's what you do. You just even if nobody sees it, yeah, you know, it, it's not about how many people listen to your podcast or watch, you know, watch your YouTube channel and stuff. If you're passionate about it. Just go do it and make the thing you want to make. And that's all that matters. Make the thing you want to make. And just, and just, that's what Christian's doing. He's making the thing he wants to make. And maybe not, it's not for everyone. And that's okay. You know, we would love it if it was for everyone. Uh, but the, the, you know, the path to something being successful starts with someone making a thing that they care about. Uh, and then hopefully the audience is there. Uh, but if it's not, it's okay. I mean, it is okay, but there's always going to be those people that, you know, it takes people being passionate, being creative, taking risks uh, to m make something bigger and something the world hasn't seen before. The Schmodown is something that is different than any other thing. I, it, it's, it always, when I talk to people about the Schmodown, it takes me like 10 minutes yeah, to like describe Yeah, because there's no easy way. You have to like explain the whole yeah, thing. Which I like. I think that's good because there's not a thing where it's like, it's a trivia show. It's yeah. not, that's not what it is. It's it's so much more than it's it's a trivia show. I mean, yes, it is a trivia show, but I think that's what I think makes it something that we're all drawn to is that it is something so distinct and unique and, and weird in the best ways um, that that's what makes us such big fans of it. And um, it made us do weird stuff. Yeah. And I... I I think that's great. I mean, it makes us all—we're all weirdos. We're getting weird, you know, like this, on this podcast. It's great. We we all love this really strange thing. And, yeah, and it's—I mean, we just spent a whole podcast talking about a controversy that comes from a YouTube show that's about trivia and also drama storylines. Yeah, like what? That's a like why? What? What's happening? It's great. Our life is weird. Man. <laughs> I mean, like it—it's hard. I've I've tried to explain what we do. To people, yeah. and I'm like, I don't even know. Yeah, I'm like, about. I have a, we have a podcast. And they're like, oh, what's it about? I'm like, don't yeah, worry about you it. Wanna, you don't want to know. We try Except to, that I actually do try yeah, to explain because I'm like, you should watch the show, yeah, and then it's a great show. People are always like, oh, I'll listen to your podcast. I'm like, okay, but here, first go watch the show because otherwise you'll have no idea what we're talking yeah. about. So, okay, we've already talked an hour about yeah. this. We so sorry if that was too. <laughs> this much. I think. That, Listen, we like have I said, feelings. this is the most, Everybody for me, has a lot of feelings for my money, this, this is the most important Schmodown episode of all time. Uh, and and I, because it has exposed something that I think has been kind of sitting on the edges and people have been, you know, ignoring yeah. the conversation, this brought it to the forefront. It's something that we want to talk about and it's important for us to talk about this. And, you know, maybe... Yes, we're gonna we're gonna go for a long time when we talk about something. Like that. This is important to us, and we we've talked more about this match without really, really talking, talking about, about the specifics yeah. about it. The rundown, I'll do that. Yeah, <laughs> good. Go listen to the rundown. Um, but and and you know the, that's the thing. It's it, we're we're very passionate about it, and so uh, you know thanks for listening to us talk about that. But uh, yeah. intangible details. Yeah. 
some stuff. Let's do our, our spectacular picks. Okay. You guys, spectacular uh, uh, is coming are, up. We are going out for spectacular. Schmodown spectacular uh, too. So I'm very excited. Hashtag Schmodown spectacular too. Use so, that hashtag. So we're gonna be there uh, in person. Um, so very excited about spectacular. So Whew. let's go down the card. Okay. Let's make our picks. Let's do it. Uh, and um, let's see what happens. So uh, we're gonna start off with the manager bowl. Right. Uh, Jay Washington, Emma Fife, Tom Dynina, Ricky Haber. Definitely Ricky. I'm just kidding. It's not going to be Ricky. Love you, Ricky, but no. <laughs> I swear, if Ricky wins, I, I don't even know what I'm going to do. There is going to be riots I'm, I'm, in the streets. Here, here's what I, I will say. Are you going to dedicate Ricky, your life Ricky to be a wins, Ricky fan? Uh, I will never make another pick again because I'll just give up. I, I can't. I, who, I, I don't know what to do if Ricky wins. No, it he throws could away win. all pits. He can win. I know. I've, we've seen weirder stuff happen on the showdown. <laughs> I, I uh, he, could, he could pull it out. It's possible. I'm not um, actually picking him. I, I would be excited about that because it would be interesting to see critically acclaim with that stipulation. Yeah, but, that's um, true. Uh, okay, who, who's authentic? Your, who's pick. your actual pick? I have been very very impressed i've said this the last couple weeks very impressed with jay washington lately that guy puts his heart and soul in the schmodown he's studying he's working his ass off i think that dude deserves a win and i think based on what we saw in that uh the qualifier match um for the interdictum i think he can get a win and i think it would be a big big win for him and when i look at that i, I love emma i'm i'm rooting for emma um dagnino uh, i love you dagnino I, listen if dagnino wins i'm i'm cool with it in the sense that that's it'll just be so weird yeah and and I, i'll root for it in he, a way if that, he wins we'll get to see what's in his bag exactly so okay that's I, a plus i'm i'm cool with it uh i think any of those people would be very interesting to see mm-hmm. them win uh that being said though i think jay washington's got this okay. I, I i think you know i i'm like i said my the person i want to win is emma because i'm always rooting for emma on any match that she plays i do think that it's going to be jay washington though um, that's fair. I I don't think I cannot pick Emma. Emma's my girl, and she's had a few tough goes. You could tell she really wants it. I mean, you know, that last match, um, the, the emotions that were happening there. I think she really wants a win, and I think that this might, in this hodgepodge of competitors i think this might be her crew (laughs) time to shine so um emma you got this i think i'm I'm gonna pick emma i really hope you're right i'm gonna stand by all right so main event of video one is uh going to be the interdictum Mm -hmm. title so we have uh jason justice inman versus hector the nightmare navarro uh it's been a while since we've seen hector in action but I think this one's going to be kind of one of those that like comes down to strength categories uh, because Hector, like when you get like MCU stuff, he's like kind of indestructible. Uh, Jason, when it comes to DC stuff, Star Trek stuff, dude's crazy. I mean, the my heart says Hector. I am. I love both those guys. I'm rooting for Jason. Uh, I think. The, the thing that gives Jason 
a little bit of an advantage in some ways is that he's been playing matches. Yeah. Uh, Hector has been out of it for a little while. We haven't seen him for a while. He's got that ring rust, I think. You know, that, that happens. So that's, that's always a threat. But I'm still going to just trust my gut and say Hector. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to go with Jason on this one. Uh, like you said, he's been playing more steadily, more frequently. And I think he's been doing really well. We should just split on every single one. So and that then we're we can right. be like, all the belts called every <laughs> single one. <laughs> you guys were geniuses. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, but what about the manager vault? Oh, damn it. <laughs> Ricky's, R- Ricky's going to screw this up. Um, but yeah, I think he's been playing very, very strongly. And um, I, I just think it. I think it's time, you know? I think... I think he could take this one. I hope so. I mean, I'm, I'm, I really am rooting for him. I, uh, I just think Hector's really strong. But uh, the other, the other thing is just like uh, Hector's schedule just seems a little sparser. So I am kind of rooting for Inman just because I like having a fighting chance. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, we'll we'll see though. Um, so yeah, I, I go Navarro. Novar- if you're going with uh, Inman. Okay, Star Wars match. Dark versus light, Ken versus Whitwer. I got Whitwer. I'm rooting for the light side. I think it it would be a fitting end to this saga. Yeah. Uh, I want Whitwer to win, but Ken knows a lot about Star Wars. He really does. I listened to the Top 10 podcast this week. Ken's on it, uh, and it's Star Wars related, and... The dude's a freak. Holy night, that man knows a lot about Star Wars. So, I don't really want him to win for the sake of, you know, I want good to triumph over evil, but I think I'm going to have to go with Ken in that one. All right, we'll see. That one's. I'm really excited about the Iron Man thing that has been locked in. Yeah, super excited about that. Thad made it official in the rankings Mm -hmm. special, so... Uh, very excited Your favorite about that. Kind of match. I really, really am. <laughs> we haven't seen one of those yet, but my anticipation is off the charts for that. Uh, we have the team match. Uh, we have above the line versus Patriots. Patriots have to win. Uh, have to lose at some point, right? I mean, you one would think so. <laughs> the thing is, they always win by some little like. There's always some. Yeah. So, you know, it that has to run out. Like, there, there's... You can't have sudden death in every Patriots match. You can't... Like, there can't always be, like, controversy. Above the line is 4-0. Those dudes are indestructible. I think this is the year of Sam. So you have to go with above the line. Agreed. Okay. Above the line. All right. Not splitting on that one. No. I, I do think it's above the line. I think... It's fitting for for above the line to take them down. I think in their end of the year at five and zero with a belt, so they're going to be you know. I think it's going to be tough for anyone to take them down. So, yeah, uh, I definitely <coughs> I want them to win, and also I think that they're going to win. Yeah, I I really do think that. Okay, so moving into video three, we're going to start out with the grudge match action top ten. Yeah. Well, clearly we're clearly gonna, top ten. We know what's going on here, you guys. We can't not root for top. We're 10. tied into this one. Also, if we if they lose, then we have to have actions 
faces tattooed on our faces or whatever. We're not actually going to do that. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's too much. Good. Uh, so, so no, uh, no action, uh, no action win. That means we're going to be safe. I, I know we're going to be safe. Yeah. Uh, so, so they're not going to ruin our we podcast. Hope, we hope they are. Again. <laughs> Uh, we hope they so, don't win. Okay, so t- uh, yeah, we're, t- we're going top with top 10, ten. I don't think, uh, in in all sincerity, I just don't think that I can't honestly imagine top ten losing to action again. Like it just. I mean, you could say that like they will really want it, but action will also really want it, and Action's both of really those good. teams are very competitive. I just feel like, like they're all very competitive. Top guys. ten has so much to lose from this, and. I just don't think that. I think that does come into play. I mean, I know it's like it's just the knowledge, like you know what you know. But at the same time, I feel like there's going to be that little extra push. The pressure that you have to live up to the yeah. to that stipulation is too high, and I think uh, that that Matt and Roker are going to come through. So agree. Uh, so and then finally, uh, Sam Levine versus. Uh, Christian Harloff yeah, for the title. For the championship. Listen, guys, it's the year of Sam. It's the year of Sam. We love you, Christian, but it's it's the year of Sam. I, I don't I think Sam's walking away from this with two belts. Uh I mean three, All the belts. Three if he also gets to hold Drew's side yeah. of the belt. Maybe so he could like give us a piggyback. Sure. And then Holding all the belts, yeah. yeah. Just cradle, cradle me in his tiny arms. <laughs> I, uh, I love that. So yeah, I think I think that's it. I, uh, yeah, I mean, I I, I love Christian, um, and, and he, I, he's I, been amazing. I so. picked him to win the champ, like when he won against Merle. Like yeah. I was on his I did side. Not. You blew it. I did not um, <laughs> and so, and I. If he wins, I will also I be, be surprised happy. Surprised or anything? Yeah, no. Or... Like I think he definitely has a fighting chance for sure, and I would be, I'll be happy either way because I really like Christian too. But you know, Sam, I can't really not choose Sam at this point. No. Um, the year of Sam, I never really could. <laughs> so I definitely gonna have to go with Sam on that one. We'll right. see. We'll see how it goes. Okay. Well, that's it for our picks. Uh, so. Uh, we have uh, coming up uh, a few weeks of spectacular coverage. Yeah, right? so just forever. Uh, we just do spectacular for two months. Uh, we will have the offseason, but we we got stuff planned for spectacular. Um, so it, we're we're gonna do lots of coverage about that. We're gonna do our breakdown of it, uh, storyline conjecture stuff like that. We're also gonna do a lot of back uh, behind the scenes yep. stuff. Uh, Try we'll, we'll try to record some stuff uh, while we're over there just to get some some interviews and behind the scenes and stuff like that. So we're gonna do our best for that, um, and then uh, who knows what what happens after that? So anything could happen. We'll really, see. Um, we will. We you will might, see. What you might want to stay tuned. Yeah, we'll see what we'll in see like what several kind weeks. of stuff. <laughs> we'll see what kind of stuff we uh, we get into once. Once spectacular, yeah, we'll just who knows where things will go when we just have nothing to talk yeah. about. <laughs> it just, it's gonna get weird. It's so, gonna uh, get let's, weird. Let's do that. Hashtag uh, let's get weird. So, uh, thank you guys so much. I obviously, this is an episode that we are very passionate about. I, I know this isn't a conversation that everyone wants to have, uh, but uh, 
thank you for everyone to, uh, to, to listen to it and understand. And we're we're always open to to listen to your perspective. Like I said, I wouldn't. It goes it goes both ways. If you disagree with us, that's okay. And just be cool about it. We'll yeah, talk about we'll it. We'll be cool. I, I'm, we're, we're, we we could have a chat about yeah. it. That's cool. Hit us up on Facebook. Uh, hit us up uh, on Twitter, and and we're happy to discuss these yeah. things. And and we as long as you're coming at it from an open minded perspective. Where you're willing to hear us out, and we're 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 more than willing to hear you out. Uh, so just be open to it, and, and we'll have the conversation, and, and we're yeah. happy to do that. I think we're in a really good spot with the schmodown, and and if I'm everybody's over it and doesn't want to talk about us anymore, then that's fine. Too. Great, let's just move on to the next thing. spectacular's coming up. Yeah, let's just talk about that. Uh, so okay, so thank you so much. Yeah, if you like Dan said, if you want to um, hit us up on Twitter, um, it's at all the belts pod and all the belts podcast on Facebook. Um, and we have been posting all of these to YouTube, which, um, some people actually listen on YouTube. So that's great. And thank you for that. But also if you just want to listen on the regular thing, but YouTube is an easy place to go and leave a comment and interact a little bit. If you want to do that there, um, you can have as many characters as you want. Unlike Twitter where you have to limit your, you know, outrage or your excitement or whatever the emotion that you're having is. Um, so yeah, head on over to our YouTube channel. It's, uh, the channel is a uh, nerd build, um, but you can probably find it by searching all the belts. Um, and we'll post the link. Yeah. We'll Thanks, always guys. post the link. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, yeah. Big week. Spectacular. Uh, get excited. And of course, uh, use the, use the hashtag, um, Hashtag Spodown Spectacular 2. Yeah. Um, and... And, oh, a quick big thank you to Roka and Thad again for um, helping us out this week at the beginning. Um, you know, they're making it fun. Yeah. Uh, great job to those guys. They're always uh, absolute delight to work with and, and talk to. So, uh, thank you guys. Yeah. <laughs>